0: Hey, Steve. If you ever want to learn like the Jedi mind trick that would like really just kind of eclipse and maybe help stop you from doing all this like the self sabotage and maybe even doing things that you may not have ever thought you could ever do, well, let's get right into it. Hi. My name is Davis, and I'm part of a group you've probably never heard of. We can't be defined by the mainstream Is together we're the face of a movement. And because we all know that what type 2 diabetes can do to us and the people that we love, we want all the possibilities to live in the life that we deserve. Since we're fighting for ourselves, the people that we love, and for one another, we have to play the game different. We have to play the game smarter. Because the faster we spread our message and help each other out, the faster we're saving lives. The faster we're saving lives, the faster we're saving families, and the faster we're saving families, the faster people just like you and I change the world forever so if no one's ever told you let me be the first to tell you right now that you have every single right to live in the life that you've always wanted that you have every single thing that it takes within you to crush type 2 diabetes on your own terms and don't ever let anyone take that from you now if you ask someone stuck in the past they tell you what we're doing is impossible yet it's happening every single day all because we chose life over type 2 and these are our stories Now, on a personal note, since we know what works for everybody is different, do not use any of this information to treat, cure or diagnose type 2 diabetes or any other metabolic condition as any and all changes must come from your doctor 's care i 'm simply sharing what 's taken me from a total diet failure since I was a kid, then turned morbidly obese and diagnosed type 2 diabetic and ultimately told that I 'd probably end up dying the same way that my grandfather did to completely turning everything around and now sharing everything in the hopes to save as many lives in the hopes to save as many families that deal and struggle with the same metabolic condition that i have so if you haven't already go ahead and like subscribe share this information and let's get on with the show hey it's davis are you a type 2 diabetic have you ever gone from like diet to diet you know with like these different ups and downs and in the end you just wanted the freedom to be yourself right or maybe you're like me where you've you know gone online and you watch all these other people like facebook groups or on the internet or whatever completely turn a page turn their lives around and you're like wondering like Man, when's it finally going to be my turn, right? Look, if any of this sounds familiar to you, for you, I've made a 21-day free blood sugar challenge. That's right. It's a free 21-day blood sugar challenge, and you can get it right now at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. That's lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. In it, I reveal all kinds of stuff that you'll probably never see anywhere else. Everything from like the highlighter trick that I use to completely shortcut the success behind a lot of these different type 2 diabetes diets out there without any of the headache, the strain, or any of the pressure and really the stalls and the breakups that a lot of these other people are going through with those diets, right? At the same time, I show you everything from like how I lost my first 75 pounds without any drugs, exercise, or any hardcore dieting whatsoever, and I even show you the three-step A1C shortcut, and you can get it all right now for free at lifeovertype2.com backslash 21 days. Again, that's lifeovertype2.com backslash. 21 days. Hey, it's D with Life Over Type 2. Let me just tell you right now look, you know, whether you're looking to control your blood sugar for yourself, the people that you love, or even for the people that love you, know right now you are absolutely not alone. All right, I'm here to give you, you know, some real simple, easy to follow tips, tricks, and strategies that can not only like serve you now, but when put to use, can also serve you for the rest of your life. All right. So my heart is absolutely with you and you absolutely got this. All right. So real quick, the easiest thing, more than anything that I've actually found to really kind of help me kind of like overcome everything from like self-sabotage. It really kind of help me make, make peace with stuff like that is going to be this weird thing. As goofy as it sounds, as simplistic as it sounds is visualization. Now, I know that there's a lot of really goofy stuff out there. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not really into the hocusy-pocusy type stuff out there. I'm really super, super allergic to it, okay? So let me give you some context of how this came together for me. That way you can see just how easy it is to apply, but just how it might be able to work for you, okay? So the thing is with visualization is that what we're actually doing is we're, um, we're activating a part of the brain called the reticulating activating system part of the brain, okay? The R-A-S, okay? Reticulating activating system or reticulator, reticulating... Act- R.A.S. Okay. So, anyways, we're using that, and here's how this all came about. Okay. So, for me personally, token fat kid since I was a kid. And when I was in high school, I literally got into martial arts. You know, you ever go to like a martial arts school and you see like the token fat kid doing karate? Like, yeah, that was me. Okay. Totally that was me. And one day, I was training or working out or whatever. And my dad, he liked pushing karate so hard that to be totally honest, I didn't like it. I didn't like it and I actually wanted to quit. But because we signed up for a year thing, I had to go. So my dad was super sore one day and I didn't want to be stuck at home with him alone because he'd be like, he was the kind of guy that would make me do like karate stuff by myself in the garage, okay? So I was like, let me go to karate like without you, right? Long story short, I get there. First couple of days, I'm kind of goofing off. And maybe like the third or fourth or maybe my fifth day, I go and there's this guy working out in the corner, okay? His name is Akira, okay, he's a huge big brother to me. And in fact, 2020 Tokyo Olympics, he's gonna be leading you know, our country to their first you know, ever Olympic games. Huge, just wonderful influence, guy's awesome. Anyways, here's the deal. At the time we did not know that he was gonna be there and at, really at the, at the time when I met him, he was really just a college guy, He's was this guy in college, right? And so here he is, he's in the corner and he's just practicing these moves, okay? Over and over and over. And he was doing these things called forms. If you've ever seen this form, you know, basically it's almost like a dance, if you will. And it's almost like three sections, right? There's a beginning, a middle, and an end, right? And I couldn't help but notice, like, he would just do, like, anything from, like, three or four moves just over and over and over and over. The funny thing about that is that we didn't know it at the time. Obviously, he's, like, one of the – he'd be actually the winningest coach in U.S. history. But what's funny about that is as a college kid, we didn't know that. You know what I mean? When he was a college kid and I was a high school kid, you couldn't see that. You know, obviously he was a hard worker, but we, couldn't, we didn't know that he was going to be who he was. The funny thing about that is that we also knew that he was really, really good. So when I was watching him, I couldn't see myself doing the crazy routines that he was doing. I couldn't see that at all. But what I could see is I could see myself doing three moves. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, one, two, three, like over and over. He would literally do three moves. Stop. Go back one, two, three, stop, go back, one, two, three, stop, go back, one, two, three, and I'm like, okay, look, I maybe can't do this whole crazy thing, but I know for me, in the little forms that I was doing, I could do three moves, okay, three moves. And he put so much focus into those three moves, and then what he would do is, after he got those three moves moves to where he liked it, okay, he would stop, and he would do like a little transition move, okay, and then he would start on the next three. So he would do three, transition move, Next three. Okay, so three, one, three. And I was like, I can do that. You know what I mean? I could totally do that. Long story short, I started following in this guy's footsteps to the point where, um, yeah, I was that token fat kid, but because I put so much focus into those minute details, okay, I could see myself doing those three moves, one move and then three moves, as simplistic as it sounds. I started following in his footsteps. Next thing you know, I started to compete. I became... Uh, you know, regionally ranked. I ended up, you know, uh, basically, long story short, when I was 17, um, I was actually ranked number two in the nation in two different divisions and was, um, you know, invited to represent uh, the U.S. at the Junior Olympics, okay? Not the AAUs. Uh, These are the worlds. It was in Budapest, Hungary at the time, okay? And if you would have told me a couple of years before that, and mind you, I was still big, okay? Still really, really big. If you would have told me as the same insecure fat kid who really kind of got into karate because I wanted to delve into a world where nobody knew me outside of school because of the way that I saw myself and the way that I felt about myself, Um, you know, being the, I was like, basically I was a funny fat guy, you know, that always got bad grades. That was me like for years. Okay. And because I could not see myself outside of that and I really couldn't see myself doing anything all that great, I was like, well, maybe I just need to focus on seeing myself do the small thing, okay? So, I was like, okay, I can see myself doing that small thing over and over and over, those three simple steps, okay? Now, let me share with you now how this has really kind of transformed to help me now as a type 2 diabetic, right? So, when I started to eat better and better and cleaner and cleaner, if you want to see some of my other videos on how to make that as super as simple as possible, I'll put the link below, okay? But now that I understood that game, and I was like, dude, I can actually eat foods that I already love that work well with my blood sugar, like, psh, done, right? I was like, okay. Now let me just see myself doing that, right? Because then up started to do, just like when I was a kid, the more that I could see myself, hey, I'm eating Chinese food, I'm eating you know, burgers, I'm eating, you know, drive through tacos, that's not hard work whatsoever, right, what it then ended up doing, as goofy as it sounds, and now this might kind of sound kind of deep, but being super, super honest, is it literally kind of took my brain and it put in two different directions, one side over here was like, D, obviously you can eat, you know, cheeseburgers, okay, like protein-style cheeseburgers all day long, blood sugar won't spike, Supernatural, <laughs> super easy, nobody has to, you know, sell you on eating, you know, protein burgers. D, you can eat, you know, uh, the drive-through hole-in-the-wall Mexican place, okay, just can't have the beans or, you know, the rice or the tortillas. However, scrap that stuff and whether it be the tacos or even the burritos or whatever, pick your favorite protein, extra cheese, extra guacamole, you know, sour cream or whatever, no big deal whatsoever all day long, right? D, go ahead and have some Chinese food, you know, give me some, when when I'm recording this, give me some wonton soup, no wontons, extra protein, just ask the place if they use, you know, any of those Fillers and most folks don't if they're, you know, especially if they're trying to be smart and save money because they can just use the chicken scraps and the ch- and the vegetable scraps to make to make broth, right? This is water. Anyways, when we boiled that down, I was like, wow, it can really be that easy. And I can see myself eating burgers and tacos and Chinese food whenever that part of my my mind was like, no, you can't do it. No, you can't do it. As goofy as it sounds, it allowed me to now step back and make peace with it. Okay, and here's why. For the longest time, I would have like this low self-esteem and these crazy high insecurities. And it was like, D, why do you feel that way about yourself? Why are you telling yourself this, right? And it allowed me to stop and embrace myself because it was like, you know what? It's probably because of the way that I had tried all these different diets and I failed. It's probably because I tried all these different diets, failed, and I would beat myself up. It's probably because I tried these diets, failed, and the next thing you know, it really kind of wore on my self-esteem more and more to where that low self-esteem got lower and lower and then my higher insecurities just got higher and higher and higher. And then when I actually was able to stop and say, "Hey, D, is it really all that hard to eat a cheeseburger?" It was like, "No." <laughs> you know what I mean? It allowed me to then step back and like make peace with that and be like, "All right, dude, like you got this. It's going to be okay. It's going to be totally cool." Like it doesn't you don't have to have that pressure on your shoulders. And it was like, wow. And then the minute that I kind of like realized that, that pressure actually came off my shoulders. Now, let me share with you, especially depending on when you're looking to do this and put this into action, let me share with you really kind of how it started to transform everything, okay? And so when I knew that, when I started to learn about like sleep and getting good quality sleep and stuff like that, before I even started working out, okay? It was like, hey, do I want quality sleep? Well, yeah, you know what I mean? And maybe I could just turn off the app, like the phone from messing around and surfing YouTube or you know messing around on social media all night and just go to bed, okay? And like, when I started to see myself, like, hmm, I wanna be able to wake up in the morning, I wanna be able to have like, a good amount of energy, and that all starts by what, sleeping in more? Like, who doesn't want good sleep, right? Super, super simple. to started playing that movie in my head. Now, here's where it really kind of takes off when it comes to exercise. Okay. So for me personally, I started out really because I was morbidly obese and I was smoking a bunch of cigarettes and I couldn't really work out and I would just be able to walk. Okay. So I was like, all right, cool. Let me see myself walking. Okay. And what I would do is I literally start walking to a timer. And then as I was doing that walk or as I was walking, I would literally start to imagine myself improving my walk. Okay. Meaning, Is my chest up? Is my posture straight, right? Um, You know, am I breathing good? Am I keeping good motion up in my upper half, right? The funny thing about that is when you look at this, you almost want to laugh, right? Because you're like, yeah, I'm walking. Ironically and coincidentally, when you look at people running, it's the same motion, right? Literally the same motion. And that's part of how I went from walking to power walking to jogging to running, okay? As simplistic as that sounds right? Same thing when it came to working out. Now, um, for example, and I'll put a splice of the movie, and I'll put a splice of the video in here for you to show you an example. So I would do these crunches, right? Like these little, you know, crunches or whatever, right? Now, if you ever put like a mat on the ground, you like do one of these little crunch things at a local gym. If you start with like two pounds, I mean, let me be honest, like I have a big melon, Okay, I have a huge melon for a head. And if I lean forward, that little two pound weight, it's not gonna hold me up. I'm, Let alone my entire half of my body. Like it's just gonna, if I lean forward, that two pound weight's gonna go flying on the machine, okay? And here's the deal. To be totally honest, you don't really feel all that much tension until you're maybe at like five, actually no, closer to 15, uh, 10, 15, maybe even as high as 20 pounds. Why? Because you know, obviously the upper half of our body Especially if you weigh anything like me, it's a lot more than like 20 pounds. You know what I mean? And so it makes it really easy to you know, move that weight. Now, the funny thing about that is I would literally do that. And then as I was crunching, I would start really, really light, just like all of us. I would start really, really light. And in my head, I would say, hey, I can just see myself doing more and more weight. So even as like I would walk and do these exercises to a timer, right? In my head, when the timer went off, I would just play a movie. I would literally just close my eyes, play a movie and see myself just repping out. Just do, do, and I would literally just let the music play in my earphones, right? And I would just literally just let it go, let it happen. And then while that's happening, I'm just playing in my head that same movie. The funny part about that is, is that over time, I would just, do that so much at a lighter weight that was, you know, pretty comfortable. And i move the pin down the the next thing down. Nothing dramatic, okay? And then that became comfortable, like no big deal. Why? Because like my body was just so used to it and I could see myself doing it just over and over and over. Then the next pin, then the next pin, then the next pin, then the next pin. The funny thing about that is that now I'm at a point where in five minutes, okay, I do this exercise 20 seconds on, 10 seconds off, and I switch. Two different exercises, okay? And one of those exercises, whenever I do, I didn't really, do, just really didn't dawn on me until recently, where I would literally do these crunches for 20 seconds, and I would do 20 reps. I like, You know, just one 1,000, two 1,000, three 1,000, you know, like nothing dramatic, right? And the funny thing is, I just kept moving that thing down, and by the time I actually did the math, I'm like, wait a minute, that's like five times, that's like five rounds I would do that, right, within five minutes. And I was like, wait, five times 20. I'm not the smartest guy in the world, but I'm like, Hey, that's a hundred. So I did a hundred reps. I'm like, Hey, how much weight did I do? Right. And I'd be crunching like 82 pounds. Right. And I'm like, wait a minute, 82 times a hundred. That's over 8,000 pounds that I crunched in like five minutes. I'm like, what? You know what I mean? Like like that's weird. But in the same breath, like that's exactly the same thing. If you would have told that same insecure fat kid, Hey, you're going to be asked to represent this country at the Junior Olympics. Now, to be totally honest with you, to be totally... I don't really tell people this. I, so I get this letter in the mail about, you know, inviting me to represent the U.S. And to be totally honest, like, I didn't go because I didn't think that anyone wanted to see some fat kid holding up an American flag. To be totally honest with you. And it's funny because when I actually let go of that and actually just regained my innocence and started like just by playing that movie in my head of me doing three moves over and over and over and over and over, over, right? The same way that when I was morbidly obese, smoking a bunch of cigarettes, I couldn't like, I couldn't jog for more than like, not even like barely power walk for a minute. I mean, this is no exaggeration. I was well over 300 pounds smoking. I don't even know how much a day. Uh, my body, I was literally that token big guy in the office who could be sweating like a pork chop with the air condition on high sitting in front of a computer, okay? That was me. I'd literally be like this and like I'd have beads of sweat running down my face sitting in an air-conditioned room, okay? As a corporate professional, <laughs> all right? So look, I absolutely hope that serves you well. One of the best things and the smartest things, I'll tell you right now, the shortcuts to making this work Okay, there's two of them. Okay, number one, depending on what kind of vision that you're doing. So if you really want to like envision yourself being happy, being healthy, being whatever, start with just a regular day, not like your best day ever. Just start with an ideal day and play that movie in your head. Okay, cool. I wake up at this time. This is how I feel. Start to feel that. Okay, Like, like, like let those emotions and those feelings run through your body. Right. Like, for example, I wake up in the morning. I hug and kiss my wife before she leaves. When I do that, I'm imagining in my head that I'm hugging my wife, that her hair hits me right in the nose, that, you know, I give her a kiss. Right. And that, you know, I give her a hug and I can literally feel that. Why? Because I feel it every single morning. Right. Same with my kids. Right. Same exact thing. Right, like that's not hard whatsoever. The beautiful thing about that is that it starts to grow more and more momentum. When I go to exercise, here's another shortcut, okay? Whenever I start to play that movie, if I wanted to learn like a new machine, a new exercise, play with weights, swimming, jogging, biking, whatever it is, okay. Sometimes what I would do is I would go online, like YouTube, like what you're watching right now, and I would actually stop and I would like play a video on like, let's say a, a weight technique or something, right? And then the people are like, hey, you know, like do this with the weight. and like, you know, put your focus here. All I would simply do is put my focus there 100% and I would literally feel as if that's happening, you know, in my head. And then that way, as I'm doing it, Literally, I'm looking for the same feeling, the same posture, and the same physical cues as I'm executing the actual exercise. That I'll tell you right now can absolutely shortcut things for you. Because I'll tell you right now, like same way that if you would have told the fat kid that you know he'd be really decent at martial arts, same way that if you would have told the morbidly obese guy who could be sweating like a pork chop sitting still in an air-conditioned room, staring at a computer, who could barely even like, you know, power walk or jog for more than a minute without breaking out and looking like somebody dumped a bucket of water on him So, you know, running, you know, everything from like, you know, half marathon fasted to doing whatever exercise I'm actually doing now, well... I'll tell you right now, that is one of the easiest ways to do so, and at the same time, it allows us and it gives us the freedom to exercise a little bit of self-love and really kind of like make peace with a lot of the things that no other thing has really ever let us do. So I absolutely hope that serves you well. My heart's absolutely with you, and you got this. If you haven't, or make sure that you like, subscribe, and I'll definitely see you in the next one. Later.